Get this, that Russia is planning to disrupt our elections. Russia's interference in the 2016 election. Yeah, I think it could very well have been Russia. This podcast highlights Russia's continuous interference in American politics through cyber warfare and other active measures. We'll be shifting away from what Russia has done and focus on how the United States can respond. In 2016, there was clear evidence of Russian interference in the presidential election. From U.S. businesses to the federal government to state and local governments, we are under cyber attack. The DNC was hacked. Microsoft thwarted attempts to hack conservative groups and think tanks. The Russians have also inserted themselves into online conversations, amplifying existing disputes on social media platforms. Despite Russia's continuous efforts to undermine democracy through social media, the Trump administration has been elusive in responding to these threats. I have uh, President Putin. Uh, He just said it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be. That was President Trump during a press conference following his meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin in Helsinki. The lack of acknowledgement at the top calls into question whether the government and Americans are perceiving the magnitude of these threats. Heather Conley is a director of the European program at the Center for Strategic and International Studies. She believes that Russian interference extends beyond elections. She says their actions are an act of war. Russia is in some ways waging war against the United States by using its malign influence, disinformation operations, uh, using cyber attacks, and trying to just erode confidence and trust in American democracy. So it is a state of war, but I don't think many people appreciate that we are at war. Part of acknowledging this war means acknowledging national vulnerabilities and moving beyond partisan battles to find solutions. Michael Solmeyer is the director at Harvard University's Belfer Center Cybersecurity Project. He argues that the threat from Russia and other actors isn't insurmountable. This is not a moonshot. This is a cybersecurity problem at the state and local level. And what I've been seeing, at least, is a lot more leadership at that level by secretaries of state on down to really drive home that message to the people that can make a difference, protecting the systems that ultimately facilitate voting and other types of uh, election behavior. So what can be done? Conley says it starts with us. This is where we have to have confidence that we can successfully overcome an adversary trying to exert influence uh, and, and sow discord in our country. We have to heal our divisions. We have to strengthen our institutions. We have to rebuild trust in our leaders. That's our job. Solmeyer says it begins with safeguarding the nation's election infrastructure. If there are efforts to promote accountability among the vendors, and that would be helpful. If there are efforts to upgrade equipment to be more secure by design, that would certainly be helpful. And I think finally, we need more leadership to really highlight for the American people what the risks are, what the vulnerabilities are that still remain. With the 2018 midterm elections just months away, Americans are faced with a choice either concede in this new arms race or create better safeguards against Russia's active measures in this new social media age. Conley sums it up this way. We are neither Democrat or Republicans. We are Americans and we have to protect and cherish our democracy. Reporting from Washington, I'm Grace Amos. And I'm Mike Rogers.